This is the Weekly Bull and Bear by WealthFest, a podcast for financial professionals. Each week, Drew Dockin and Grant Collins will have an in-depth conversation on what's happening in the markets. Hello, everybody. Today, it is Monday, May 16th. Um, we're recording at the end of market. Uh, we saw the S&P once again has struggled to recover after many, many weeks. Uh, NASDAQ was down full 1% this year, uh, down roughly 25% um, for you know year to date. S&P was down. We've seen yields also drop slightly uh, the end of the day, around 2.9%, 2.88 uh, to be precise. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've had a lot of earnings. Obviously, we've seen a huge drop in the crypto market from Coinbase and then uh, Bitcoin and, and Ethereum and, and many others have not um, functionally worked as an inflation hedge, to say the least. Uh, so sell-offs across a lot of asset classes and um, yields started to go down a little bit. Uh, Grant, anything anything noteworthy? Well, no, I think you're absolutely right. As of Friday afternoon, we saw that 90% of the S&P 500 companies had posted their quarterly resort r- results for the first quarter. 78% of those companies had were actually beating earnings. So really a strong earnings season, but we still have really the, the fears of inflation. We saw Ben Bernanke come out with some comments issuing a warning that we could have uh, stagflation over the next 18 months, which uh, for Ben Bernanke to say that uh, pretty carries a lot of weight. Uh, and also another thing that I saw today was um, as we see rates rising, seems like some of the uh, <clears throat> investors are moving more towards banking stocks. So we saw Warren Buffett put a big bet on Citigroup. It looks like about $3 billion. Uh, so for him, small change, but <laughs> uh, a sizable bet. Uh, and then we did see United jump 3% in extended training, trading because of the second quarter outlook. We're seeing people back on the road, back in planes, and airline tickets also high from <laughs> the cost of fuel. So overall, uh, we do still have some companies to report earnings. Uh, on Tuesday. So be on the lookout for that. That's going to be Walmart, Home Depot, and JD.com. I guess my big takeaway is you got Schiller PE still around 31, which when we look at historical trends and big market segments, right, this is still the most second most expensive market after the dot-com era. So as much as we've fallen, um, you know, closing in on over, I think, 17% year to date, uh, there's still a lot of froth in the market. Um, so, you know, it's it's not like valuations have leveled out. It's still an expensive market, despite despite a lot of bleeding over the last several weeks. Um, and when we're looking at payroll growth, growth, let's get kind of the April numbers were a lot stronger than expected. Uh, labor market's increasingly tight. We saw non-farm role uh, payrolls grow by. 428 percent or 428,000 for the month. So that was above, you know, Dow Jones had an estimate of 400,000. Um, we've seen unemployment across pretty much all demographic groups in the country drop um, pretty sizably. And a little bit of better news in terms of hourly uh, earnings. They, they grew, um, you know, at 0.3 percent this past month, which is a little bit below, you know, point, the 0.4 percent estimate. But on a year-to-year basis now, earnings are up 5.5%. And this is was not to be expected because of the increasing, 
increasing tight labor market, as well as the surging inflation. I know we'll talk about that. That's the topic that's on everyone's mind. But the one thing is if we continue to see uh, leisure and hospitality lead the way with job growth, just under 80,000 jobs there. Uh, the unemployment rate for that sector, which was hit hardest by the pandemic, really is come back after peaking at 39% is now down to 4.8. So good to see the service industry or one aspect of the service industry back. Uh, one measure that we do talk about is a really an alternative to unemployment. It's all about discouraged workers or people holding part-time jobs for economic reasons. Some people call to call it the real unemployment rate. That edged just a tad bit higher to 7%. Uh, so that's one statistic that that we should look at, because if we remember unemployment numbers, if someone is not looking for a job, uh, these discouraged workers, which could make up a, a big portion of the unemployment. Yeah. And, and this job growth is coming from the worst quarter uh, since the start of the pandemic. Um, so and what's what's even more surprising, I should say, I mean, we've mentioned that GDP was off one point four percent from January through March. But. Output has fallen quite a bit. It dropped 7.5% in the first quarter. That was the biggest decline since 1947. So the fact that you've seen uh, wage gains despite, you know, huge, huge, huge lack of productivity is is, is interesting uh, to say the least. But, um, you know, when, when we're looking at measure of output of workers declined, yeah, I mean, that's 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 just that's gone down. Quite a bit. Well, and the three factors that have been impacting our supply chain demand issues have are, are wreaking havoc here too because COVID cases are back on the rise again. We continue to have runaway inflation and not to mention the geopolitical events happening between Russia and the Ukraine. So those numbers taken together and that's why we've seen the Fed take such a big stance. They came out since our last podcast and said that they would be increasing the benchmark to half a percentage point, um, really stamping out price pricing that are running at 40 year highs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you saw consumers were a little bit more optimistic um, coming a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they expected, you know, they obviously we expect more inflation ahead, um, but we had inflation expectations fall over the next year to a median of 6.3%, uh, which would be a 0.3% uh, decline from record high in March. Um, yeah, I mean, inflation in March was eight point five. I, I think the April numbers what they was like eight three or something like that. Spot on. Um, so, so it went down slightly. I mean, I, it wasn't quite as much as we expected, but we we saw a little bit of a decrease. Um, and and there's definitely different Fed chairmen who who are confident we c- can get inflation down. It just it's really a matter of how much the economy. Um, struggles when you know when we try and cool off some of this demand and that 50 basis point rate hike was the largest in 22 years so that you know that's out of the norm um last time i think we saw really the one percent was was volker but we the stage is set for even additional more 25 basis point hikes i think we'll be well above three by going into the fourth quarter and everyone thinking we'd be three at the end of the year i think we'll be well past three coming into the fourth quarter and really the biggest reason and one reason why we are thinking that inflation may come down is really because a big aspect of the inflation is the supply demand imbalances that we continue to have 
uh, we shut down the global economy. Factories were shut down. Car plants were shut down. Shipping. I mean, think about the port at L.A. They had truck drivers who also went on strike. I mean, it, it's a perfect storm here when we think about supply chain issues. And, and in my opinion, that is the the sole driver. So once those supply chain issues begin to alleviate, I think that we will see inflation maybe plateau and drop down drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, you had Fed's Neil Gascari uh, was kind of bullish once on the ability to to kind of lower rates and um, yeah, let, let's but let's let's go to I guess an issue which is that the companies who have left Russia and how they're faring. Um, McDonald's, you know, made a big statement really uh just just the other day and they were leaving they were exiting russia completely um you know so that's like 847 restaurants or something Um, cost them 1.4 billion dollars i mean that's a big move it's not just putting things on hold it's a complete exit Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's gonna be there's a there's a lot going on russia is expected to contract like seven percent uh ukraine right now though the economy could contract between 40 and 50 percent obviously the ukrainians have been the farm output has been a lot better than expected i mean so far crop yields been about 80 percent expectations uh, you've seen like ukrainian farmers just go out to the fields in kevlar vests and they've managed to you know keep keep a lot of the wheat production and stuff going the big issue is though there's an ongoing um blockade in the black sea which is going to make it very difficult to get you know props up get anything out of there uh you've had a lot of refugees come back uh home i mean obviously not the bulk but a sizable sizable number uh because kiev and and a lot of other cities have been liberated situations not back to normal but you see people returning and um more businesses in that part of the country you know really the western half are are kind of getting back to life well, and it's huge companies and they're taking huge loss to withdraw from Russia. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you just take BP, Exxon and Shell, BP is 24 billion in expected losses. Shell is 5 billion in expected losses and Exxon is 3.4. That is huge numbers there. Not to mention Citigroup has suspended operations. That's supposed to be 3 billion. Um, you know, the list, the list goes on. Um, Sockgen's another bank. I mean, even Carlsberg. I mean, we're talking about <laughs> breweries yeah. that that are all taking it. Um, but it, it is resonating well with consumers, I would say. So when there was a, a study done by the chief executive leadership about the stock market um, out of Yale, and they uh, the team ranked the thousand companies on who cut ties and how they cut ties, and the ones that fully withdrew got the best scores. Mm-hmm. So it does seem to be resonating well with, with American investors. You know, overall it looks, and it is, I don't wanna say should be expected, but oil and gas firms, the one that gave up, really took the biggest hit. So as I mentioned, those shell companies, and a big reason for that is they were the ones who were exporting a lot of natural gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's really, I would say, what has propped up a lot of the Russian economy. Overall, I think that we will continue to see companies suspend, um, but the full exit, good on McDonald's, because that's uh, that's a big decision. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I mean, back when early it started, um, we saw, you know, a lot of half measures and they've kind of they've turned into full measures. Um, I mean, in terms of companies that are obviously 
seeming to gain a little bit from this is out of Capitol Hill, we've agreed to give another $40 billion in aid, uh, most of that military, about a little over $8 uh, billion of that's humanitarian. But I mean, all in, that's going to be the largest donation so far to the Ukrainians uh, and military assistance. Um, you know, so Lockheed Martin, you know, is obviously one of the companies that that serves to benefit um, as we as we transfer and we sell a lot of this military equipment. Still down on the year to date, though, so yeah. or up year to date, twenty four percent. So mm -hmm. not a bad call there. Yeah, um, yeah, and I, I mean, anything else, Grant? Um, I think the this uh, Bezos. Jeff Bezos and Biden tit for tat is going to be interesting to watch. So it looks like Biden on Friday said lowering inflation was due to corporations finally paying their fair share. Uh, Bezos, who usually stays out of these, uh, did not like that. Seems like there's some back and forth uh, between Bezos and the Biden administration really going around um, government taxes. Um, as we know, Amazon is having a lot of people trying to create unions. So um seems like there's a bit of tit for tat going and given the size and the behemoth that Amazon is, especially with the cloud computing, as well as Jeff Bezos is um, what is his his is blue or origin, whereas Musk's is SpaceX. Anyways, uh, he's he's quietly trying to still get a lot of NASA funds for that. So interesting to see how how all that will play out between yeah. Bezos and Biden. And NASA is obviously a federal institution, yeah. so bite uh, the hand but, feeds Yeah, it. exactly. Um, yeah, no, the Staten Island unionization was a big thing, um, and also <clears throat> unions are precipitously more popular uh, in the United States now than they have been in many years. Um, then COVID, COVID, that was a big, there was a big turn in public opinion on on a lot of um, a lot of union work, uh, and and that's that seems to have maintained. Uh, it's popularity. So, so yeah, that will be something to see as that Amazon plays out. It's obviously happened on Starbucks. It's happened against a lot of retail and blue chip co companies, you know, across the country. They're good until they're not. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I think that's, that's all we got this week, everybody. Uh, we're not going to have a pod next week. I will be, I will be out, um, but we'll return back uh, the following week. So, until then, thanks for the likes and subscribes, and we're out. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the host, and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of WellFest. The mere appearance of content on the site does not constitute an endorsement by WellFest. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. WellFest does not make any representation or warranties with respect to the accuracy, applicability, fitness, or completeness of the content. WellFest does not warrant the performance, effectiveness, or applicability of any sites listed or linked to any of the contents. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Investment and investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal.